We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. I need to let go of it or somehow. And I just feel like by taking drugs, I can do that. Yes. <laughs> by drinking some weird tea and pooping all over the place I feel like I'm finally gonna figure myself out yeah if I have to throw up so I can stop thinking about my fucking ex-boyfriend who I broke up with twice seven years ago so be it let a toad spit in my mouth okay I'm fine with it just fucking let's just go what's up guys welcome back to don't tell mom my name is Hannah Dickinson I'm here with Skylar Corby Hi. What's up? Did you miss me? I did. You did. Me too. I told my mom that, um, I don't know how this came up. She would have asked one, oh, I told her we were doing the podcast tonight. And she was like, do you think you'll be invited to the wedding? (laughs) I'm like, you know, that's not my wedding, right? (laughs) It's basically the same thing. I was like, there's a lot of people excited about this. Yeah, she got so pumped. I'm like, well, you're not going to be invited, <laughs> just to be clear. We can have like a weird ceremony where, where I'll get married to Ryan, but so will you and so will anyone else who wants to. <laughs> I mean, sister wives are like a Groupon. Yeah, my mom hears the word wedding and she's like, what? Is it you? You're like, I guess, kind of. Yeah, exactly. But it's weird. My mom will say shit like that. Like she'll get so excited about someone getting married or I'm talking about maybe buying an apartment. And she's like, well, you know, and then when you get married and move in with someone. And I'm like, can you just like stop saying when? Yeah. Or like I went to Columbia and I stayed in Miami by myself for a day. Mm-hmm. And my parents were like, we don't feel comfortable with you doing that. And I'm like, look, I'm 30 years old. Like I have to do things alone. Yeah. You also live alone every day. Not in Miami, but yeah the same thing my mom the idea of me doing things alone like makes her so sad yeah i was like oh i think i'm gonna go see house of gucci because i was gonna go see it yesterday but i ended up not seeing it because miley had diarrhea Mm. and she was like who are you going with i was like myself she's like oh can you call someone (laughs) but then she'll say things like you don't need a boyfriend who cares who cares if you don't have a boyfriend i'm like yes yeah you do (laughs) you do because the things that you get sad about me doing alone are the things i would do with a boyfriend yes And that's what drives me crazy. Like they don't put the pressure like you should be getting married. You need to be getting married. But there is this pressure of like, why are you doing that alone? But what if you did it with someone? You're like, yeah, I know. (laughs) Wouldn't that be nice? Wouldn't that be fucking nice? But you know what? People are busy. It doesn't end. I now just get the baby things where like my I'll tell my mom like, oh, blah, blah from high school is pregnant. She goes, oh, really? Oh, that's so nice. And then she's like, 
like she always throws this in as if it's not completely obvious. She's like, oh, so is this like the, her mom's first grandchild? I'm like, would you like to like rock, paper, scissors her for it? Like you don't get the baby. Yeah. Like, I'm sorry that she's like, I'm just really excited to be a grandma. I'm like, well, let's just check off one box at a time. Well, please. do your brothers have kids? No, but one of them is married. So I like don't know, like his wife has told me she's like I know the pressure is coming I'm like the pressure has been on my friend yeah well that's the thing I I even caught myself I when I went home I saw my friend from high school who lives in a house has a kid yeah she's like a full adult like full human being it freaked me out the house thing honestly freaks me out more than the kid thing for some reason people that like have a house similar to the one that we grew up in I'm like how how'd you do this I understand the baby part. I'm sure that was difficult too. But for some reason, the house thing, I'm like, I, this makes no sense to you me. You know what it is? It's because it's like the beginning of our lives. We remember growing up in a cul-de-sac or personally or like in, yes. a ho- in a suburb in a house. So seeing someone else do that, you're like, wait, we're back at the beginning again. Yeah, we started over. How are we already here? Yeah. And then having babies, like all of it. But I did the thing to my friend because she just had a baby. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, when are you having another one? And she was like, can I just have one kid? And yeah. I was like, I think that is just such a an instinct I do. So I don't really mm-hmm. blame people when, when they're like, oh, are you seeing anyone? Oh, are you going to move in together? Or are you going to get engaged? It's like the next step is always the question just yeah. because it's like a question to ask. Yeah. Well, it's something to talk about because you've clearly already checked yeah the current thing off it's like oh you live with your boyfriend are you guys gonna get engaged that's a better question than like oh are you having problems yeah it's like (laughs) is it going well what else are you doing where's the car yeah exactly well they have a car i'm like how the fuck (laughs) (laughs) but i have to say that seeing my friend and i don't i don't want to say this because i also think she listens to the podcast but i i don't want to say this like i'm talking shit because her house is like huge and nice there's nothing about her life that's not ideal like she's truly living the dream right but I didn't feel jealous, which was nice. I was like, oh, I, I don't want this life. Mm-hmm. And it's just because we want different things. Right. But I've always been jealous of people who are like, yeah, I just want to get married and settle down and have a traditional life that just feels a lot easier and it feels a lot nicer and more stable. But then I saw my friends living in a house and I was like, oh, I was so worried. I'm never going to get married. I'm never going to have kids. But then I saw my friend doing it and I'm like, yeah, I'm not ready for this. Yeah. So seeing it was actually helpful just to me being like, yeah, I this is what I think I need or something Mm -hmm. because my parents were doing this at our age. Right. But seeing it, I'm like, no, I don't want a kid. Mm -mm. There's no I don't want to have a house to take care of. I don't want to live in a suburb. No, I think that's the big one. Like the house thing I could do. But in the suburbs, I'd be like, I I can't. Yeah, I guess I could. Uh, yeah, I guess I could have a fucking loft in Soho. I <laughs> yeah, wouldn't mind it. Fine with that. It'd be all right. Yeah. If anyone's got a townhouse that they just want to give to me, yeah, that's fine. A house in LA with a pool. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, no big I'll deal. take it. Fine. Pull my arm. But I think for a lot of people, it is a comforting thing where it's like, okay, I get to reach this point and I'm done. Like we bought this house, so obviously we're staying in this house possibly forever but for a good chunk of time and like we have the baby here and we have all this stuff and I think I'm just not settled enough that like the idea of if you were to be like okay you have to move into a house tomorrow and it's going to be huge and super nice but you're there I would freak out now I can't go anywhere else because I have to live here because I bought this house in my head I'm like oh no 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 it's like a finality thing that yeah it's just being at a different phase in your life where I'm like oh I'm just not there yet and I think It's a very difficult concept for some people to grasp 
because it is a lifestyle thing. But I think it's a very difficult concept for people to grasp that like want that really badly. I, I think it's just like I need it. The idea of my parents meeting when they were 27 by 29, my mom, they had a house and they had my brother like they were at this phase that my friend was at. And so I feel very behind. Mm-hmm. But then s- actually seeing it. Yeah. Is so different than just comparing myself to an image that I didn't even yeah I had never seen so like it's very easy to be like well I'm this age I should be here or benchmarks I should have this I should have that but then also our generation is just moved slower but for sure um and she has the cutest baby in the fucking world he was so sweet and smiley an ideal baby Mm -hmm. and I was like I don't want this yeah Congratulations and glad he's yours. Can't wait to come back and hang out and then just walk out the door. Yeah, I enjoyed our time together, but I'm ready to go home. Yeah. So I think it was a good wake up call for me. Not that I've been like, it's funny, my um, my friend had a photo of us on her hinge mm-hmm. and a guy commented and was like, oh my God, I know that girl from Instagram. Um, she's very funny. I'm going to throw that out there nice. first. But then he goes, I hope she finds a husband soon. And I was like, Jesus, am I that desperate? Do I come across that desperate where someone's like, hope she finds a husband soon. Jesus Christ. (laughs) And I was with my neighbor and I was like, do I come across desperate? And he was like, yes, extremely. (laughs) I guess uh, I reek of desperation. But then when I if I think about it, I'm like, yeah, I don't want that. Yeah. We all want what we can't have. Right. Exactly. I, I mean, you're getting married, so I am. And everyone asks, they're like, so how does it feel to be engaged? I'm like, it doesn't feel different. Like marriage probably won't feel different. We're combining bank accounts soon. That's a big step. Don't know how I feel about that. But it's also just like, well, yeah, it's fine. Just don't fuck me over and maybe don't get mad if I buy some shit no one needs. But he does that too. So it's like, yeah, certain things. I'm like, they shouldn't change anything. Like I don't want to feel like a huge different person just because, which by the way, I'm really living it up. I forgot my ring at home today. So crushing it. Yeah, I wear a ring on that finger. Yeah, it's smart. Practice. Because <laughs> apparently when you don't, you just leave it at home and you don't realize until 1.30 p.m. And you're like, oh. Well, huh. I just want a guy to look at me and be like, oh, I can see a ring on that girl's finger because you can literally see it. Yeah. <laughs> I've been watching Sex in the City and I'm like, they were like in their 30s the whole time. I'm fine. Yeah, you're fine. They figured it out. So are the people in Friends. And you know, it's all New York. It's all New York. That's exactly it. Like, that's why it's normal. Because it was on TV. It can happen at any moment. I mean, if you just low th- lower the standards a tiny bit, it's actually quite easy. Okay, did you see, you saw my last boyfriend. I you did. met him. I did. So what, what, what are we lowering here? True. Uh, but I did get sad. <laughs> I did get sad um, over the weekend because my friend saw my ex-boyfriend at a football game. And I like went to his Instagram to be like, what? She was like, he looks terrible. I should probably cut that part. But So I was like, oh, I wonder what he's up to. So I went to his Instagram. And he deleted every photo of me. Yeah, I've had that happen. Cleared me. Yeah. It was a two-part job. Because the first time he uploaded a photo with her, I went to his profile. Because I was like, oh, that was like six months ago. And mm-hmm. he had deleted a few. And I was like, I get it. I was really on there. Yeah. Went back the other day. Totally gone. That's like an afternoon. He was like, yeah, I just need to get this bitch clear of like this. Like all gone. And I was really upset. And it's very selfish because I broke up with him. Mm-hmm. And like... He has moved on and I need to let it go. And I know I'm the Scott Disick. Like I, I realized. Yeah. But it did sting. Yeah. And then I unfollowed him because I was like, this is unhealthy. Yeah. You don't need that. What am I doing? I thought I could be happy for him. No. No. Samantha Jones said in the Sex of the City, it's a competition until you die. 
And I didn't think that until he got into a relationship. Here's the thing. I am happy for him. Mm -hmm. I do want him to be happy. Right. You just want to be happier. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Yep. I don't want to be regretting my choice like you told me I would be for the rest of my life. And I was happy for him when I had a boyfriend. Right. But then then my boyfriend dumped me. And then I got raped in an Uber. And then I went to rehab. And now I've been sober for the past six months. So no, I'm not happy for him. No. I'm barely happy for anyone. (laughs) Look, your engagement, I'm not that happy. Pissed. (laughs) I don't don't have a lot of happiness to give out here. So We're hoarding this. When I saw that, when I saw he deleted me, yeah, eight months ago, I would have been like, you know what? I'm happy for him. The other day, I listened to fucking Alanis Morissette. Yeah, <laughs> I was I was crying. My, oh. da- my dad was like, why are you upset? Like, And I here's the thing. It's ridiculous. I know it's ridiculous. Yeah. But I think a part of me is like, I'm very bad with change. I'm very bad with things moving on and I and we held on to that relationship for seven years by like randomly seeing each other and always hooking up like three four times a year yeah and I think that part of my life is so over and it needed to be but the fact that it's so over and like I'm moving into this next phase in my life in a lot of areas not just him like yeah. not drinking and like changing my life and like not just giving out the puss you know just like <laughs> taking myself seriously and respecting myself and it's it's a lot of change <laughs> It's a lot at once (laughs) and it's overwhelming. And so it just kind of like was a visual representation of my youth being over that chapter of my life being over. So it was like very hard for me to accept. But I know it has nothing to do with him. And I I am thankfully in enough therapy to realize that. But it was like I was like very upset and I've had dreams about him. And I'm like, Mm. what is going out of here? Because and the thing is, in my dream, he looks like he did when he was, you know, 20. So it's not even like him now. No. No, that's the thing. It's never their current version because you really don't see that version that much. Because it's yeah. also the thing where it's like if you were to meet what they look like now, like having never dated them, I always think of that. I'm like, would I date that person now if we were just to run into each other? And the answer is always no. Anybody I've dated, anyone that I like had any feelings for since let's say age 20 because I feel like that's when it actually counts. 18. Anyway, there's really no one that I look at that I'm like, oh, yeah, you would do it for me now. Like, I your say current my, form. My high school crush got a lot hotter for a bit, but then he went downhill. Mm-hmm. And it's not even so much his looks, but his, like, and this is mean, but, like, his job. <laughs> <laughs> I won't say what it is, but it's just, like, not, I wouldn't date. Yeah. That sounds, uh, you know what, that sounds horrible. I maybe should cut that, but I wouldn't date a <laughs> who lives in a Maybe I should cut that. Maybe. No, I think like you just grow out of people. So that's why it's difficult when it's a relationship like that where it holds on through like random hookups and stuff like that because you don't really get to get over it because there's always like you can feel sad big. Oh, like we're really done this time. But when it's someone that you're like, I mean, I know we hook up three times a year. It's not done because you're like, well, we're just not seeing each other now, but I will be home again in a few months and then we'll reconvene. You need the finality and that like it's sad because you're like, oh shit, it's done, done. But then you're also like, but it should have been done, done a while ago. Exactly. Like I shouldn't, I remember it's, it's funny. The last time we were together, I met back up with my friend. I was like, I think that's the last time I'm ever going to see him. Like I felt it. Like Mm -hmm. it just was like, he was distant. And I don't know if he had already, if he was seeing someone else, not his current, I don't know what his situation was, but it Mm -hmm. did feel like off and different and in a way that it hadn't been. And then it was last time I think I'll ever, I mean, maybe I'll run into him. Yeah. 
when I drive by his house, you know, go to his daughter's graduation. Um, <laughs> Just sit in the background <laughs> playing all too well, very quietly <laughs> from the bushes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But it's it's hard for me to like, I hate endings. Mm-hmm. I, I hate like thing when they're over, you know. So that's what that was. Yeah. Clearly needed to be done. Yeah, it did. See, I'm not a photo deleter. I think we've talked about this. I'm not a number deleter either. But I've had someone delete photos of me after a breakup. And it's more, I was more pissed about the fact that he was the only one that had those pictures. So it was like cute photos from just doing random stuff. But he had taken them on his phone and he had posted them and I had never gotten them. So like, obviously, I don't need them now. But it was cute stuff where I'm like, well, like, I don't even have that memory to look back on. Like, not the fact that we were together, but the fact that it's like, oh, we were at that concert. That concert was really fucking fun. And now I have like a picture from it but nothing else or like just other cute trips or stuff where I'm like, well, like I don't want to remember you as the person, but the trip was fun. I looked really good. I think actually, let's be realistic. Let me back this up. A lot of those photos I looked really good in and I don't have a copy of them anywhere. And that's what I really want to see. Maybe he archived them. That's what my friend said. She goes, maybe he archived them. (laughs) I was like, I don't think so. (laughs) But thank you. You're a good friend. Uh, yeah you could only hope so though I'm like could these please resurface at a different time I was like should I tag him in the ones on my profile so they go <laughs> to the top of his yes <laughs> oh you can't delete me my friend <laughs> oh I'm back baby <laughs> I'm in your life forever now okay <laughs> I'm moving back to LA I'm moving on your street uh, that really sounds like a threat you looked <laughs> it up on Zillow before at least one uh i don't know it's weird because i I do think now based on a timeline he might no he might be rounding the time because we dated for a year and a half and i I really don't know the timeline uh (laughs) (laughs) no i really don't but like it is that's what's gonna be crazy is like because we were like each other's only like person for a long time and i guess again I, i i'm just a fucking competitive bitch yeah that's mostly what it comes down to. I feel like that's the best thing to remind yourself. Like you always have to do a self check in. You're like, am I sad about this because I'm sad? Or am I sad about this because this fucking bitch beat me? That's what it typically comes down to for me. I'm like, God damn it. Like, well, he was like, so when we broke up, he was like, I'm going to love you for the rest of my life. And like, he didn't do that. You know? <laughs> he, didn't he didn't even reach through. fucking 30. <laughs> Maybe he was planning on dying before then. <laughs> Maybe he was just really living life to its fullest and he's as shocked as yeah, you are. Yeah, I'm going to fucking kill him. <laughs> <laughs> so you said you'd love me for the rest of your life, bitch. Well, now it's if it's over, it's over. <laughs> <laughs> Taking matters in my own hands. No, I guess I just never imagined him moving on from me. <laughs> right. <laughs> but I mean, he has. Yeah. And uh, I, I clearly have not. <laughs> right. I like to think... I mean, I guess Hannah's a pretty common name. I'm just narcissistic enough that anytime someone has watched Hamilton in the past few years, I can only hope that when they mention the Skylar sisters, someone's like, I mm, wonder what she's up to. I can't say I hate attention because clearly I have right. a fucking podcast. Here we are. But it, I do think about how like if a guy's like, I wonder what she's up to. He can just like go to my Twitter and be like, eh, she's not doing great. <laughs> Same old shit. All right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. No, I, I made the right choice here. It was a good decision. <laughs> See, my Instagram is, I think everything is private of mine except for maybe Twitter. So, and that's just me complaining about shit half the time. So they're probably like, oh, she's exactly the same. 
I know my friend uh, Kat when we were in Columbus she, we were talking <laughs> we were talking about like oh because we all saw the psychics we were all talking about our psychic experience and like when we're going to meet our person blah 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 and then the guy we were with was like what are we going to talk about when we all get married and we all just went silent <laughs> <laughs> five minutes we were like fuck ah, probably our husbands yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah then you just talk shit yeah and then my friend Kat was like what do you think the guy did for three months what do you think he's doing right now and I was like cocaine for sure Mm -hmm. but i couldn't like that's the thing he's so i guess he blocked me on everything but like he's so private on anything i like truly don't know i truly don't know which is for the best Mm -hmm. but it's a little scary because i'm like i don't know where he is at any moment like i wish i had a little more you know boots on the ground yeah Yeah. a little more coordinates yeah uh whereas he can know exactly what i'm doing all the time all the time which I don't even know if he cares. I mean, he's a Gemini, so I'm probably dead to him. But As a Gemini, I can say you are definitely not, but he's going to act like you are. I care a lot about things that I don't actually care about. It's a weird dynamic where it's like, yeah, I don't give a fuck at all, but I better start stalking that person just in case. Just to make sure that I don't care. You're a Gemini? Mm-hmm. Oof. Oh, yeah. I said I would never date a Gemini again. You don't seem like a Gemini. That's where they get you. <laughs> yeah, that's what it is. You're fucking charismatic. <laughs> Remind me not to get too close to you. Crushing it over here. You're welcome. It's a Gemini's or psycho. Want to hear the fun thing? Ryan's a Gemini. There's two of us in this. So it makes sense you guys are dating. It does. I think it works because we both do the same obnoxious shit. And I can speak for myself here. I'm assuming he feels the same way. At this point, he has to. Um... I can't be that big of a hypocrite because when I'm getting annoyed by it, I have to do like a self-check. I'm like, do I? I only basically can get annoyed if I know I don't do the same thing and then I'm allowed to do whatever I want. But like if I'm getting annoyed by something, I have to be like, wait, have I done this before or do I do this? And if it's like, yes, I'm like, okay, fuck. I'm not allowed to criticize. So you're saying if he does something that annoys you, you check yourself to make sure you don't do it. Yeah. If I don't do it, then I get to get annoyed. If I know I do do it, I'm still annoyed, but like inwardly. Yeah, but it's not very Gemini. It's it's which is a positive thing. It's not very Gemini of you to even check that. It's not. But I think it's also just I'm one of my biggest fears in life is not being self-aware to the point that I overcorrect and I'm hyper aware of everything and everything going on around me at all times. You know, you fooled me. Now, me now I got to watch my perspective. Back. I'm going to grab my water. But anyway, yeah, I went to Columbia. Mm-hmm. So there was a little bit of drama with you getting there, was yes. there not? Yes, there was. So apparently you're supposed to fill out this fucking immigration form. Interesting. Okay. And so first I get to the airport in D.C. My dad drops me off at 5 a.m. I had booked a flight for November 28th, not November 18th. So then I had to re they had a flight so I could like rebook it that day and it was like a hundred dollar change. It wasn't that bad. But then I get to Fort Lauderdale and I'm running to the next flight and they're like, did you fill out your immigration form? And I was like, obviously not. I don't do shit. <laughs> and they were like, okay, you can fill it out right now. And it wasn't loading and no one, they were like, you need to figure this out. You should, it should have been done. JetBlue would, they were such assholes and they like closed really? the door on my face. They were like eight minutes. And I was like, can you help me? They're like, no. And I was like, why do you not want me to get on this flight like it was like so me and five other people did not get on because like all for the same reason yeah for the same reason because the form was not working so i was like fuck so they closed the door i missed the flight so then i took i looked out from miami and i could get a flight in like four hours and it was a 20 minute uber ride or like 30 minute uber ride between the two so i did that and i booked a new flight on it was called um 
Avianca. Mm-hmm. Avianca is the yeah. It's a South American airline. Mm-hmm. So I fill out the form and then they call me up to the front, and I was like, oh, I have my immigration form. And the guy goes, oh, you don't need that. And I go, what? And he goes, yeah, you. I mean, you can fill it out when you get there on the flight, but we don't need to see that. And I was like, are you fucking JetBlue said it was a Columbia law that I could not get on the fucking flight unless this was filled out. And he was like, well, that's just not true. I literally like lost my shit. I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Like I I was going to call JetBlue. I was yeah. going to like do all this shit. I was going to tweet at them, send their Instagram. But then I was like, you know, what? this is like a lot of work for like JetBlue to continue to be assholes because like they were assholes when they were trying to rebook. They're like, so what happened? And I was like, well, I, I couldn't get this thing to work and I was like and then they were like closing the door I asked for help and they were like why are you blaming the flight attendants I was like I'm not blaming the flight attendants I'm just letting you know that like like you asked what what happened happened. so I'm telling telling you what happened exactly that's literally what I said I go no I'm not blaming I'm I know it's my fault but you asked me so I'm telling you the story and they were like well their part in this isn't I literally was like like, you're you're right their part in this would have been completely irrelevant if they just had let me on the fucking flight yeah or at at least tried to help me yeah fake help like oh no I wish there was something we could do that's all you needed and it's also just like JetBlue made up that rule yeah anyway fuck for five whole people like if it were just you I'd be like that might be on you Hannah but for five people to not get on a flight yeah that's a lot unless they had overbooked it, and that was just their excuse for not having to get anyone else to uh, give up a seat. Well, so I guess they send you this form if you book the flight, but mm-hmm. I booked it through Expedia, and they were like, oh, yeah, sometimes it doesn't go if it's a third-party form. So I was like, okay, so like... So how would I have known navigated that. this differently? And they were like, well, we don't... I mean, there's nothing... And I was like, okay, so like, why aren't you helping me? Yeah. Like, clearly I didn't get this fucking form or I. That's so surprising because I feel like JetBlue isn't one of the shitty ones. American sucks and so does United. So if you had told me it was either of those, I'd be like, yeah, I mean. I think it just depends on the flight attendant you get. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I was crying. I was crying again. I'm, I was waterworks all weekend. I was, <laughs> to be fair, I was also on my period. So it, there was. it was yeah. upsetting. But it was also just like I have been traveling. I like had had to rebook my flight. And I know that's my fault. And I know the immigration form, even though it wasn't sent to me, like ultimately I should have looked it up it's my fault I know I know I know but it's like I am paying money to this airline to get somewhere and the fact that these people are just so fucking rude and couldn't give a shit is like come on yeah this is your job and that's what pisses me off like of course you're supposed to treat waiters treat flight attendants treat people with respect of course but also it is their job right and when people act like well, I don't have to help you. It's you like you literally do. You, yeah, you literally. <laughs> the whole reason you're here, like the pilot is flying the thing. They're good. The reason they're here is because I'm on the flight and there's certain stuff I guess I can't do. Technically, I like just be like, hey, there's a cooler full of drinks back there. If you get thirsty, I'd be like, sick. Thanks. I'll go grab one if I need it. Like, I don't really need you to come down the aisle. I don't really need someone to tell me to use common sense. If it gets bumpy, I'm not standing up. This guy who was like, clearly he, he had an eyebrow. He was a white dude with an eyebrow ring. He was Amazing. like in his fifties. He was like, first time going to Columbia. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> Come here often. He was like trying to help me with the form. And I was like, it's not working. He's like, yeah, these forms are like really unstable on the phone. So it's probably not going to work. And he was like standing there. He's like, sorry, I'm really trying to help you. I was like, why is this man with an eyebrow ring trying to help me? And he was like, I'm doing an incredible job. And he was like asking the flight attendant. And they were like, we're not going to, we, we're not going to help you. And it's hard because I realize I'm an entitled white woman and right. I realize like you like it's annoying because you're like, I'm not allowed to get upset. 
but I'm upset. Yeah. I'm upset because I, I like, what am I going to do? I'm stuck in Fort Lauderdale now. I'm just stuck here. I'm stuck Which? in Florida. Ugh. Yeah, exactly. I'm, I, I can't drink alcohol and I'm stuck in fucking Fort Lauderdale. No, that's my nightmare. I mean, you know, remember that story about how Bam relapsed and, and punched that person in the face? You get it now? Waiting at the airport? Yeah. I fucking get it. Yeah. I'm like, I'm going to be fucking Bam getting <laughs> drunk at fucking Margaritaville in this Fort Lauderdale airport and punching out a flight attendant. I can see it. It completely makes sense now. <laughs> yeah, that story seemed crazy, but now it all adds up once yep. I was fucking there. Once I was walking in his literal shoes. He's probably trying to go to fucking Columbia. <laughs> And that's the other thing. When I got to Avianca, that airline, mm-hmm. they were so kind. Basically, they were like, there's no room for your bag to bring on. I was like, yeah, but I have a layover in Bogota. I had to do another layover in Colombia, so I won't have enough time. And they were like, okay, you know what? Actually, we'll make room. And like, they didn't have to do that. If yeah. they had said there's absolutely no room, there, that I could understand because there's no fucking room. But they were like, let's try to see if we can make this work. Yes. Because they're fucking doing their jobs. Meanwhile, yes. the bitch is over at JetBlue. The guy was like, eight minutes. I was like, can you? No, nope, eight <laughs> minutes. It was like a fucking. Like, can you not? Like, yeah. <laughs> I felt like I was on, in, it was a saw countdown, you know? <laughs> I had that fucking trap on my head. My hands were shaking. The guy was like, because I was like so nervous. I was like, if I miss this flight. I'm literally only going to Columbia for two days for yeah. my friend's fucking birthday. And if I miss this fucking flight, like... I'm not making it. I'm not making it. I'm stuck in Florida. It's not even like I could go home to D.C. Yeah. Like, it just fucking sucked. I just, Did they send you any kind of survey afterwards that's like, how was your experience with JetBlue? Of course not. I don't think they send surveys anymore because they know they're fucking assholes. Yeah, probably. I don't know. It's hard to say, I guess, is because everybody hates white women. But also, yeah. we have let TikTok just tell us that like people don't have to do their jobs yeah it's like people on tiktok at starbucks and granted i know people at starbucks are rude and i know people that work at starbucks work very hard so i'm not generalizing starbucks workers or whoever Mm -hmm. you'll see someone who works in the kitchen like making a tiktok about how so crazy someone is it's like well you're clearly not doing your job because you're making a fucking tiktok yeah you have time for that See, at least you had camaraderie there. Everyone was pissed. We were all just pissed. The guy was like, oh, yeah, you're the girl that was crying. I was like, okay. Thanks. I'm on my period. I'm traveling (laughs) alone. I was not crying. (laughs) It's fucking dry in this airport, okay? I'm exhausted. I'm exhausted. I've been up since five. Yeah, see, that would be the killer for me. Oh, and that was the other thing. I took the Amtrak down to D.C. Mm. because I had to drop my dog off with my parents. And I booked business class because I, for some reason, it was the only one showing. But I had Miley. And even though I, I registered a, her as a service dog, because I put an offer in on an apartment that you need to have a registered service dog. So not an emotional support, service dog. Mm-hmm. And she was like, oh, is this your pet? And I was like, yeah, but I actually have her emergency paperwork. Like, yeah. I was like, I have her service animal paperwork. She is a registered service dog for trauma. The woman goes, no, I just asked if it was a pet. And you said yes. So she's a pet. She's not a service dog. I was like, I have the paperwork. She goes, no, you can't be in business class. You have to go to coach. And I was like, it was literally like that happened. And then I get to fucking JetBlue and and I'm about to fucking explode. Yeah. Not a great travel week. You know, girls who like love to travel. That's not going to be on my Bumble profile. No. I feel like you don't travel enough if you love to travel because you don't deal with shit like this enough. Because if you really traveled, this stuff happens a lot. Like I had an Amtrak thing a few weeks ago where we booked a train, a round trip ticket 
got down to DC completely fine on the way back. They're like, Hey, yeah, you're not showing up as a ticket. And I like was not having it. I'm like, well, then how the fuck did I get down here? It's the same exact ticket. They're like, no, it's not showing. I'm like, I literally don't live here. I took this train two days ago to get here using the same QR code. And I think I said, I'm like, did someone not do their job getting me down here? Like what happened? So I had to get on the phone with customer service. And meanwhile, the conductor ticket guy is yelling at me. He's like, ma'am, I really need a ticket. I'm like, you told me to get on the phone with customer service. So figure that out. Customer service. I think I said fuck once, obviously. And the girl was like, ma'am, I really don't need you to speak to me like that. I'm like, I can't control it at this point. Like, so I'm like, I'm not saying fuck to you. I'm not saying fuck you. I'm just saying fuck to this situation. She's like, ma'am, this is really inappropriate. I'm like, all right, well, I'll close my mouth and you figure this out. And she couldn't. So I had to pay for a completely different ticket to like, while we're already on a moving train to get home home that's really annoying yeah i can't believe you bought a new ticket well we were like it was either that or they're going to kick us off in delaware or something which is my worst fucking nightmare yeah that sucks and it was also i'm like i can't i was also worried about i'm like i'm the tiny blonde white girl now who's yelling at multiple people and no one wants that i didn't want that so i'm like okay fine like let me just tell me what i need to do the amount of power a conductor's hat can give you incredible and you have one and you didn't even know <laughs> I'm how much you wearing, were wielding. I'm going to start wearing that conductor's hat. That it, fashion conductor's hat just see, on the train. And see how it makes you feel. I'll, I'll stand right up and be like, look, dude, we're wearing the same hat. <laughs> All right. That should be your thing. Every time you take Amtrak now, you're like, well, I got to bring this. I got to wear my conductor's hat just in case someone gets. Gets in my face. Yeah. Someone gets a little. Just even that playing field a little bit. <laughs> be like, listen, sir. I know. Your job, okay? <laughs> I am your job. I'm a woman of many hats, and a conductor's hat is one of them. <laughs> so I fucking know what you do, which is just yell at people. <laughs> Have you watched? Do you watch Curb Your Enthusiasm? Yes. Did you watch the episode last night? No. It's literally this. Is he, it? Yeah, no, because he gets a driver, and it's a little woman, like a, a woman like your size. Yeah. And she was like, let me take your bags. And Larry David's like, oh, I feel a little uncomfortable doing this. And so he's like, I'll carry them. And then he threw out his back and he calls the company. He's like, please don't send me that woman again. Like, it makes me uncomfortable for her to carry my bags. And I throw out my back. Can you just send a guy? And the woman's like, you're so sexist. A woman can do what a man can do. And so he gets the same woman and she's carrying his bags in front of like everyone that he works with, mm-hmm. like all the crew and stuff on this TV show. And she like can't carry the bags. <laughs> And everyone's like, you're such a fucking asshole. And he's like, no, they told me I had to. And they were like, yeah, sure. You had to have her carry your bags. And then she comes again and he's like, won't let her. And then they get in a fight and someone films it on YouTube. And it's like, guy fights tiny woman. (laughs) And seeing that last night, I was like, yeah, this was my fucking weekend. This was it. (laughs) And here's the thing. I've worked in service. I've been a waitress. I fucking have been a tour guide slash waitress slash you know, I've been a personal assistant many yeah. times. Like, I've done a lot of fucking shitty jobs. So it's not like I'm unaware of what customer service yeah. entails. And it fucking sucks. And It I- does suck, but you also know how to, like, deal with it. The biggest thing that, like, the whole customer is always right thing. The only way you can actually make that a thing is if you just agree with them and kind of get on their level. Like, my favorite thing to do when anyone ever has gotten pissed off when I've been in a service thing is just to be like, yeah, I know this fucking sucks, right? Like, all you have to do is agree. Like eyebrow piercing guy. Because as soon as you agree and you kind of commiserate with someone, even if you're still doing your job, they at least think that you're on their side. And then you can both kind of like, pass the blame on to someone else even if it is entirely your fault or you need to deal with it but then you know that's what there's also a shortage of workers right now like no one wants to work and 
I can't. <laughs> you wonder why. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, why? I'm such a good fucking customer. So much fun to fucking be around. Anyway, Columbia was great. Uh, <laughs> was it worth the trip? I don't know. It was really nice. Like we stayed in a really nice Airbnb. Columbia is a beautiful country, but the main town where we stayed in is like a fort mm-hmm. because it used to be just a small fort. That's what Cartagena was. But then it expanded a lot. But the issue is to get to a really nice beach, you have to take a boat. So mm-hmm. it's not like it wasn't very accessible to get to yeah. things weren't that accessible. And also every single place we went, people tried to rip us off and charge us for more every single place. Yeah. And people are constantly harassing you to buy things and which I understand. It's like they're trying to make money. Yeah. Um, like the women on the beach would just start massaging you and throw oil on you. And they're like, you're in this. And I'd be like, <laughs> all right, this does feel great. One woman. <laughs> you're doing a great job. But uh. <laughs> one woman literally cracked my neck and was like, it's stress. She was telling me I was very stressed. Uh, <laughs> uh, she but she literally cracked my neck so hard and then just started rubbing me. And was she was like, you need this. You're you're paying for this. And that I could respect because <laughs> I was like you know what you're pretty good at this so i'll give you that but did she like take a beat to make sure you didn't die after cracking your neck i know i was literally like ow ow (laughs) where'd you fucking come from (laughs) i was like is this it um one time when i was hooking up with a guy i really thought he was gonna snap my neck but that's a different story for a different time but (laughs) that's what it felt like and i get it they need money and i feel bad but it's a lot when someone's trying to sell you necklaces and bracelets and constantly carved turtles and you're like i'm okay yeah or they'll do a thing where they're like, uh, we were getting back onto the boat and this random guy would like throw water on our shoes to like clean them off from the sand mm-hmm. and then would be like, you have to tip me. And it was like, who are you? <laughs> like, like, where did you come from? First of all, you can do that because <laughs> I would be throwing water on people's shoes all over the city. Big. That'll be $3. Yeah, exactly. And, and then we looked at the guys running the boat. They were like, yeah, you got to tip him. And we we're like, what? And it's fine. But it's just like no (laughs) yeah it was shit like that and people would be like oh you don't want this hat that says beach babe spelled wrong and i was like not really i mean (laughs) kind (laughs) of yeah maybe talk to me a little bit more about it like well that's the other thing the woman was like you need to have braids so that's okay vacation braids here's the here's my issue with vacation braids i ended up getting two because i was like i can't do all the braids she really wanted me to do all the braids because that's more money right but i was like well i can't get my hair fully braided because then i will be canceled yes But the interesting part of the idea of canceling someone for vacation braids is this woman wanted me to get them so bad. So I ended up getting two because I actually I think it looks good. Whatever. And also she just, again, started kind of doing it. She's like, your hair is too knotty. I need to do this. So she just started brushing it out. And I was like, all right, I guess I'm getting braids. (laughs) And our guy friend got the full head of he looked like riffraff. Um, (laughs) But they charged him more and they were trying to get us girls to do it because you'd get more money. And I'm like, it's so funny that like. If I wear this, I could potentially ruin my career if I get these braids. Meanwhile, the woman from the country of like where these braids, I guess, should be worn or could be worn by someone who is South American or whatever. Um, I have to tell her, no, sorry, I, I can't get the braids and give you more money because a white girl in Brooklyn's going to get mad. Yeah. But I was like, does this look OK? Like, can I wear this? The apologist in Bushwick is going to get pissed off. So, yeah, exactly. Not, just I might never case. be able to host the Oscars if, no. if this gets online. No so. Shot. But also probably good that you didn't come back with a full head of braids. Not for any reason than imagine taking those out. Yeah, it also would have just taken way too long. I didn't yeah. I didn't want them, but it was it was funny how hard she was pushing it and I had to be like, You don't understand Twitter. Twitter. <laughs> There's photos everywhere. Canceling? Have you heard of canceling? No, you're not canceling. You're paying me. And I was like, <laughs> No, no. Um I was like, My brand. It's bad for the brand. <laughs> 
<laughs> She's like, brand you? <laughs> yeah, exactly. We have tattoos. Oh, and then we try to go out one night to a mm. club. And again, they tried. We watched like 20 people go in. And then for us, they tried to charge us like $40 a person. And I yeah. was like, I don't want to pay this money to go into this club that like doesn't look that fun. So we were yeah. like, okay, let's walk over to a different bar. These teenage girls have a knife fight. Like straight up, they're in their club clothes they straight up just one girl pulls out a knife these girls are 16 years old and there's a crowd around them so everyone's like oh oh and people are taking out their cameras and they're oh like God. it's like a full like and it gave me the worst anxiety i was like i can't be yeah out here but can't be an accessory to this it was pretty wild i was like oh this is what my mom was scared about <laughs> <laughs> oh wow oh okay that makes sense then but also it like made me so grossed out i how people first response to something like that is to take out their fucking camera. I mean, I think that's like a 16 year old's first response to that kind of thing. No, because the people that were around were like, were adults? like adults. Oh God. And it was like, everyone just got their cameras out. And I was like, someone's got to like these girls, they look like 16 to 18, I would say, but they were like as tall as I am and yeah. as definitely stronger than I am. So I was like, well, you know, I'm, I'm not going to stop, not gonna, but someone's got to stop these yeah. people. One guy we were with had his camera out. I was like, what the fuck are you going to do with that video? Yeah. Put your camera away. Let's get out of here or go help these girls. Yeah. Like, I've never seen a knife fight. And I was like, did, it, did you walk away from it before it ended or did it kind of dissipate? I, I think I think uh, people pulled them off of okay. each other. These girls look really young. And, I, and I, I told my friend, I was like, what do you think they're fighting about? She's like, a guy. I was like, oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, definitely. It's a beautiful country otherwise. Sounds like it. I mean, I've heard nothing but great things, so... No, sounds it, like an amazing place yeah it, but it just is what it is in terms of like they depend on tourists they have to they're just very ag- aggressive and i and i understand why but there's no um personal it's not like if someone's trying to sell you something it's not like oh i should respect their space or like not touch them yeah they're not even gonna approach the sale they're just like it's already sold apparently yeah yeah which, which hey you know not the worst tactic <laughs> Look, they're better sales reps than I am. Yeah. So, you know, who needs business school? Just go to fucking Columbia. Hang out in Columbia for like three weeks. It's funny. There are actually like three business schools down there. And I'm like, I bet it's because these fucking people down here, they know how to fucking. They know what they're doing. Yeah. Yeah. They can sell you. They They can sell you two braids (laughs) when you want zero. (laughs) I also wish I knew Spanish. I mean, I think that anytime I go to any other country, I'm like, I need to be better about this because it's just like unreal all the people that are like oh i'm sorry my english isn't very good i'm like really because sounds better than most people that i hang out with so yeah when someone says my english isn't very good all i can say is donde esta la biblioteca (laughs) that's it so i just immediately like no matter what country i'm in i always just want to say the word paquito i don't know why like just paquito everything paquito no matter in france I'm trying to say it. I'm like, this is completely incorrect. <laughs> I'm like, so sorry. You're embarrassed. You're like, un poquito. They're like, no, wrong. <laughs> Not even close. <laughs> the guy, one of the guys we were with, he's so funny. He's, uh, I like, it doesn't matter he's gay, but like, I feel like gay guys get away with being um, a little more politically incorrect <laughs> than a white. If I were to say a guy, you'd be like, what a fucking straight white cis male. Like, fuck that guy. But He's gay, so I feel like he can get away with a little more. Um, he probably says it in a funnier way, yeah, too. Yeah, it's like, it's just like... The delivery is better when it's not coming from just some random white dude. He's just very, he's very funny and fun to be around. Um, but <laughs> the housekeeper of the Airbnb, she was coming to my room, and I was I, I was like, how do I, I want to tell her that I'm going to change really quick. And he goes, 
oh, I got it. He goes, uh, she (laughs) (laughs) and there, (laughs) woo, woo. And then mime's taking off his top. (laughs) And I was like, you're, I'm sorry. You're speaking Spanish. You're making sound effects. (laughs) His Spanish was straight up sound effects. He's like, wee, woo. (laughs) And I was like, that's. But then she got it. She's she start- like, I could have done that. <laughs> she started laughing hysterically. It was like, just put her thumbs up. Yeah, she's going to need a bigger tip for that yeah. one. Uh, she earned that. But there was one girl who spoke Spanish. And I did feel bad because we'd be like, Hannah, because her name was Hannah too. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we'd be like, Hannah, can you come over here? <laughs> Hannah. Help, help. Yeah. And so, you know, that's that's what happens when you pay attention in school. You get a lot of responsibilities and... Mm-hmm. You know, you made it to Spanish three in high school. You're carrying that load for the rest of your life. You know what? It wasn't my it's not my problem. You decide to overachieve. Yeah. So what else did you do? Eight P chemistry? Fuck off. Exactly. It sounds like you had some fun in there. No, it was it was a good time. And I honestly everyone was drinking and I did not feel like I wasn't like, damn, I wish I had drank. Yeah. Good. There you go. Yeah. It's called runs on the board, baby. I got one. Hey. I need to fucking learn Spanish, but I feel like it's too late. It's not too late. I feel like you just have to do it. Like, don't put a time limit on it. This is me telling you what I tell myself, but I'm just not following my own advice. Just don't put a time limit on it. And then like, not like, oh, I have to learn Spanish in the next six months. Just like get a Duolingo kind of thing going, but don't try to be like, oh, and I'm going to complete this one by this month. Like just do them as you do them. And I think it'll stick more. My problem with language was always that I was just studying for the test. So none of it stuck because I memorized everything I needed to memorize. And then I got the tests out of the way and it completely left my brain. Like it wasn't learning to learn. Yeah, no, I was that way too. Yeah. With every, with every I subject. I mean, yeah, with everything. The uh, only things that really stuck are if I could like apply them to my everyday life. Like anatomy classes, I completely remember. But that was just because I was like fascinated by what was going. Like I remember the digestive system very well. I don't know why. But I think at the time I was just like, oh, I'm 17. Like I want to lose three pounds. Pfft. And you pay attention to that shit. That's, I mean, I guess I remember shit from my film classes. Yeah, so. the ones that you care about. Yeah, so if you ever want to watch a movie, I can definitely ruin it for you. Great. <laughs> I mean, I care about dieting, but I don't remember shit from anatomy. Yeah, well. You know, I was just so, I wanted to get straight A's so bad. I was so focused on the yeah. getting a great, good grade, which is like, that's why a lot of med schools and I think even business and law schools, they don't do grades because they know that's the case. Yeah. Whereas if you're going to not get a grade, you'll learn it more. Like you need to learn it, especially in like med school. I'm like, no, this, y- you need to know what, th- what you're doing, please. Did you see, doc- oh, you did see Dr. I Death. I loved Dr. Death. Um, oh boy, we were really off with um, Pete Davidson. Pete Davidson and Kim Kardashian. They're yeah. dating. Yeah. We were like, no fucking way. See, I don't know. I still am not totally in. How about Kanye posting that story? Loved that. I was like, yeah. <laughs> it was right around that time my ex deleted me. And I was like, yeah, I feel this. Feel this, Kanye. <laughs> God will bring us back together. <laughs> <laughs> See, the only re- I just there's still too much like kitschy stuff going on. Like she was spotted wearing, I think, an I Heart Staten Island sweatshirt, which no one would do ever. I don't care how much you love someone. You don't wear that. And that's just a little too like spot on. There's just too many things still for me that I'm like, this just seems. But what would be the publicity there? Just like being like, I think a lot of it is just like, oh, we know this is so funny. Isn't this so funny what we're doing? Where it's just being in the news to be in the news because it's the Kardashians and Pete Davidson. Like, what do either of them know about making publicity for themselves other than just to do it? 
Yeah. So I can't get on board. And maybe I'm just super cynical. It just doesn't make sense to me. I'm just like trying to imagine Pete with like four stepkids. No. And that's the other thing. I'm like, he doesn't. There's no way Pete Davidson, with the way his life has gone in the past three years, there's no way he wants that. No way are you like, I'm ready to settle down now. Like, fuck no. You got Kate Beckinsale, Ariana Grande, Kim Kardashian, uh, Phoebe something something. Yeah, from Bridgerton. Yeah. Like, you're doing good. Don't throw it all away right now. Not that kids aren't a blessing. Don't fuck it up yet. You've got tons of time. You're not even 30. It's just, I'm like, what do they talk about? I don't know. Because I, I, I like follow Kim on Instagram and like her stories about, you know, just she's a very serious person. And I'm like, yeah. is Pete just sitting in the background while she's like hawking her fragrances? And it's like, hey, guys, like how is Pete not just like, this is ridiculous. Like what the fuck is going on? Like, I don't respect him as a comedian. If he can sit in that room and have Kim hawk her fucking skims panties. And not make a joke out of it. Yeah. Yeah. But you know what? Guys and girls are so different. Guys are like, whatever. She's doing some girly She's shit. She's doing her thing. <laughs> She's doing weird girly shit. But like, there's no way I could. Da- I guess I. that's different. But how is he in that situation and not like, this is ridiculous? I think he might be. I think the beauty of Pete Davidson is he's completely in on the joke. And he knows how ridiculous it is. He just doesn't care. And I think he's like, I'm going to ride this out. And then it'll probably fizzle out. And if you had real feelings there, that's too bad. But he also, you have to have some kind of self-awareness to be like, yeah, I'm going to be good, though. He's dated at least three girls in the past year, and they've all seemed serious. But if you look back, I don't think any of them have lasted longer than like five or six months. And the turnaround time between each of them is maybe a month. So it's just like, this will be fine. Like, Kim is going to be okay if they don't make it. I trust that with my whole heart. And if she doesn't get back together with Kanye. I did see a meme that was like her in a car with Kanye and he was clearly yelling and she was clearly crying. Mm -hmm. And then her in the, it was next to a photo of her in the car with Pete. Yeah. It was like, you can go from this to this in six months. Yeah. You know what? Yeah. She is a lot happier. Yeah. Because I remember watching her on, when I watched Keeping Up with the Kardashians like two seasons ago, he was saying all this mean shit to her and she was just like, I can't deal with this anymore. Yeah. And that's why I think this is just like, if it is a real relationship, I think it's just a fling and I think it's just fun. There's no longevity to it at all. You know what, though? We were very wrong about them, we were. About them dating. So um, so we'd like to take this time to apologize. So I'm saying you might be wrong. Watch them fucking get married. I would love to be wrong, but I can see them dating. I would... Why don't we call this? I think until mid-February you think they'll last do you, Valentine's Day or no Valentine's Day right before Valentine's Day because that'll be a big thing where it's just like well they didn't even make it to Valentine's Day or they cut it off right before Valentine's Day because that's what the smart people do you always break up with someone before Valentine's Day everyone knows that yeah but that's because people don't want to spend money but they're both so rich that they probably don't it doesn't matter maybe they don't want to be alone on Valentine's Day but I don't think they would be either of them could have someone in their bed they'll be fine so that's what I'm going to say. I will see this through until right before Valentine's Day 2022. Kim's going to be pregnant next week. <laughs> Probably. Oh, that baby. Ooh. I also, do you, do you know, Chel- do you know Joe Coy? Do you follow Chelsea Handler? Of course. Chelsea Handler and Joe Coy. Yeah. Their relationship. It's so weird, like how lovey-dovey they are. Cause like Chelsea, you know, I worked for her for yeah. a year. So she's just such a, she's just a very cold person. Yeah. Just like very scary 
people were everyone who worked for her was scared of her i was certainly scared of her every time she spoke to me it was like do this like never asked me my name just like very cold mm-hmm. i don't even say that to talk shit it's like she was who she was yeah like there was no on you know she was whatever and so seeing her be like i love you i love i'm like who the fuck what is this what is this but it shows you what therapy can really do yeah. um and ayahuasca i'm thinking about doing ayahuasca same but Ooh, should we do yeah should we go, go do ayahuasca i'm not opposed <laughs> i have some things i need to figure out i'm so down yeah i was looking into it it's like to do one of those like retreat shit mm-hmm. it's expensive they, yeah they are expensive and they're up in like the poconos or something oh i was thinking about like going to peru oh really just just going all in you know just really committing i have an old client that did ayahuasca and that's how she realized after we ended like stopped working together I didn't successfully match her, unfortunately. But then she's like, you know what? I'm good, actually. She went and did an ayahuasca ceremony upstate somewhere, came back because I checked in with her. She's like, oh, I just bought a house and I'm going to have a baby by myself. I'm like, all right, well, those work. I want to do that immediately because that was just like clarity up the wazoo. Oh, I mean, maybe, yeah, maybe I just go to the Pokemon. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to go all the way to Peru. I feel like if some guy with dreads can teach me the same thing instead of having to go all the way to Peru after this travel story fiasco you just had I don't really know if that's yeah I guess I just want it to be like someone who really knows what they're doing but if they if they've got it locked in the Poconos it's an easy train ride yeah wintertime ayahuasca ceremony I don't know if that's how they do it but yeah because I have been having this feeling of like I need to fucking relax about like being single and like having herpes even though like I don't really care it is like a thing in my mind Mm -hmm. like whenever I'm like dating someone I'm like oh that is something I have to bring up fuck or like oh that is something they can find out online you know like it's just like an annoying thing um and I think like going I think I just need something else to focus on or like need to figure out like I need to let go of it or somehow and I just feel like (laughs) by taking drugs I can do that yes (laughs) By drinking some weird tea and pooping all over the place, I feel like I'm finally going to figure myself out. Yeah, if I have to throw up so I can stop thinking about my fucking ex-boyfriend who I broke up with twice seven years ago, so be it. it. Let a toad spit in my mouth, okay? I'm fine with it. Just fucking... Let's just go, please. Yeah, I just... I've been holding on to all this shit that I want to release, and I'm like... You know, maybe I just got to vomit it in this fucking ayahuasca ceremony and everyone who goes. And it's not even like I'm like, it's just because my focus because of COVID and everything else. It's yeah. like it's hard to focus on work when like work is sparing or it's hard to focus on friendships and going out when like shit's hard to do in yeah. COVID because I'm not drinking. Like I just need some sort of like I, I want that. Do you think I can register for an ayahuasca ceremony? What does that mean? Like oh, for a wedding registry? Just say honeymoon. Yeah, just honeymoon fun. Just say therapy fund. Honestly, that Couple should be a thing fund. on registries. Like, this is just for me. That's <laughs> so what half that shit is anyway. You think Ryan's using a food processor? No. Yeah, I know. My friend put a Dyson hair wrap. I was looking at her registry and it was like a Dyson Amazing. hair, a uh, fucking $600 hair dryer. Yeah. And I was like, you're going to put that on your fucking... It's bold, I was like, but I like it. Your husband's fucking bald. <laughs> And you're going to put a Dyson $600 hairdryer on there? Savage. You know what? Why not? Yeah. People will do it. I mean, yeah. If they buy it, that's their fault. You just put it on there to see what would happen. But it's happen. funny because they, like, they have like a honeymoon fund, a hairdryer, and like a <laughs> pot. It's like, take your fucking pick. Um, oh, God. But anyway, back to Chelsea Handler and Joe Coy. Because now she's all lovey-dovey and it's yeah. like kind of freaking me out. I'm like, your brand's really shifted here. 
but she had that tweet that was like, I got nominated for a Grammy. I got my man. Mm-hmm. I, I'm touring or something. I'm peaking at 47. Mm-hmm. And it was like a very inspiring tweet. That's yeah. like, yeah, like who cares what age? But then I was like, fuck. I don't want to meet my man at 47. <laughs> 20 more years. I was like, no! No! <laughs> oh, that's really great for her. But for her, though. So happy for you. <laughs> that's great. That's that's really great you say that. <laughs> While your eyes switching, like, yeah. <laughs> that sounds great. Not for me. Not for me personally. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> no, no. I, I need to... I need, I need my bed to be warm by the time I'm 35. So (laughs) absolutely not. But I'm happy for you. That's great. Love it. (laughs) Inspiring. Um, (laughs) I really hope they don't break up because then it's like. Yeah. Then it's just sad. But here's the thing. You know how she's like, we've been friends for so many years. Sometimes it's right in front of you. I'm like, every guy friend who's like, it's turned into something. mm, Didn't work out. It also turned into not something. <laughs> yeah. And that's what we're going to focus it on. It was like that situation where I was like, oh, maybe I do like this guy. Maybe I am. Maybe I'm missing what's right in front of me. And then we have sex and the friendship's over. And I was like, oops. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I guess I don't have a ride at the airport anymore. <laughs> oh, what does this mean? What is God telling me? Oh, yeah, that I'm taking an Uber to the airport. Great. You know who also got engaged? Hmm. Lindsay Lohan. Yes, she did. How many times has she been engaged? I don't think as many times as Paris. No shade, but you know. I think she's, I don't think it's been many times. Maybe one other time. She kind of fell off there for a little bit, so. I mean, she had that show, the Mykono show. Yeah. And then she got that weird British accent. Yeah. But so did Britney, so. It's just what you have to what do is, to find Yeah, peace. what is that? What drug is that where you suddenly turn British? I, mm. you know, we can wrap this up. Uh, well, you know, I hope if anyone out there, you know, cause it was Thanksgiving. A lot of people did probably see their exes mm-hmm. so or tried to see their exes. Be kind to yourself. Yeah. Don't forget to leave a review. Um, thanks so much for listening. That's all. Bye. <laughs>